Bestie. Hey guys, we've got two Bestie Homeschool and Mamas. This is Gail. And I'm Christina. And we have a really awesome five week series coming up because guess what, guys? Happy 2024. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. So excited that it is the new year, finally. We are just so ready to move past 2023, right? Yes, ma'am. All right. So this year, I'm starting off with this episode. This is our first of five. Every There's five Wednesdays in January, and that's when we drop. So there are, there's a five-week series happening here. It's called 2024 Vision, and Christina is going to take off tonight's episode. All right, guys. We're going to start with talking about homeschooling through the seasons, a calendar perspective. So now that it's 2024, as this new year begins, it's a great time to evaluate all the things. Mm-hmm. What is working? And what isn't? So we're going to kind of focus on a few things for you to evaluate. We're going to talk about your curriculum, your activities and calendar, and your commitments and volunteering. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's start off with curriculum. We all love curriculum, don't we? Well, there's a love-hate relationship there. there. (laughs) And this is why we are going to evaluate it right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... This time of year is a great time. You've just had a break. You've taken some time away from doing the, you know, traditional schooling schedule, schedule, Mm -hmm. right? And you've just taken a break. You've spent some time with your family. So now is a really great time to evaluate, was your curriculum working? Mm -hmm. Is it going well? Right. Are you enjoying it? Are they enjoying it? Is it? still as wonderful as when you broke it out of the box? Or is it, you know what, maybe it's time to do something different. Do something different. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's really hard for us homeschool moms. Oh, yeah. I probably have told you this before, but we struggled with one of our kiddos through a curriculum that I thought was going to be perfect. Almost the whole year. The whole, not almost, (laughs) the whole year. It was early on in our homeschool journey. (laughs) And I just, you know, I I found out about this curriculum. I fell in love with it. It was reading. So mine was struggling with this concept of reading. We were having a harder time. And this was the answer. I just knew that this curriculum was the answer. And while it's an amazing program and lots of kids have success with it. Didn't one of your kids really like it? And then the other one didn't? One of them liked it better, Mm -hmm. but... It just was not working. Still was not it. It wasn't. It wasn't working. And I spent money on it. And it, I knew it was going to work if we could just get through it. Mm-hmm. And I should have tossed it out way <laughs> on because it didn't work. And it just, it made a harder road for us getting past the now. This kiddo right. loves to read so much. Right. Um, so we, we got there, but this was not the curriculum to use right. for this child specifically. Yeah. So... If you are struggling through a curriculum, it is okay. It's 100% okay to say this isn't working and move on to something else. I mean, for us, we're very lucky thus far. We have enjoyed thoroughly the very first curriculum we've ever picked up. Mm -hmm. And this is our second year using it because it's our second year homeschooling. And it has really been phenomenal. Now, we are taking the slow road this year, y'all. Let me just, I mean, it's 2024 now and we are probably in the book like where we should be in like October. So we're on the slow road or this week, but that's fine. 
it's this fine. Is why we love homeschooling. This is why right? we love homeschool. I mean, he's still learning and he's still doing all the things. And the nice thing is, is that our pre phonics books that we bought for him is very similar to the things he's doing in mm-hmm. speech therapy. Nice sound letter sounds and mush, trying to mush them together, but mm-hmm. not specifically reading per se. Sure. But she works that a lot with him, and that happens to be what we're doing in our pre phonics book. Mm-hmm. So it's working out really well. Like he's nowhere ready to read at seven i like it again because there's no one telling him that he has to read right now Mm -hmm. which they would be forcing the situation he would be very uncomfortable at school you know all those things because in first grade they expect them to start reading those easy reader books that's not in his wheelhouse this year it's we're lucky we're getting letter sounds you know and that he's putting some of them together and that he's memorizing words he sees over and over and over again awesome yeah i really think he has some what of an eidetic memory And that when he sees things over and over and over and over and over again, that he just attaches it to a memory. And so he knows the word. Like he read the words, my peace in our devotional book. That's awesome. I've never, ever sounded that word out with him before. We're like working on two to three letter words right now. Mm -hmm. So it was very interesting. I'm like, did you just read that? He's like, yeah, that's what that says. And I go, but did you read it or did you memorize it? Like, he couldn't tell me. He doesn't know the difference. Mm -hmm. But we've been very lucky that we haven't had to change curriculums thus far. Mm -hmm. But we're definitely not using it in the way that we should have. But he's still schooling every freaking day because we're counting all the time. We're in the car and we're like doing words while we're driving. So it's just because it's not happening in the book doesn't mean it's not happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) And we have curriculum that we have used the whole time. We have curriculum that we have switched up. We have ones that work for this kiddo, but not that kiddo. Right. It's just really having that open mind of we, we are here because we are trying to do what is best for our kiddos. And it's okay that that is, that may look different from September to January. It may look different from, you know, one year to the next year, it's okay to change. It's Mm -hmm. okay to take this time and say, okay, they're learning it. They're understanding it. They're not learning it. They're not understanding it. They love it. They hate it. (laughs) Just kind of ask yourself all those questions. Is it a struggle every single day? Is it a fight every single day? Yeah. Just do that evaluation and be okay with whatever the answer is. Right. I mean, ask them if they're older. Right. Ask them if they're enjoying it. Ask them if they're understanding it yeah i think this is the best time of year to evaluate that stuff because you don't want to go another six months if they hate it no you don't want to go another six months if you hate it don't do what i did yeah yes Mm -hmm. absolutely okay so that one's kind of an easy one easier yeah it's hard to do but it's it's easier so let's talk about this one i think is a lot harder yeah let's talk about our activities or their activities really um and your calendar yeah, our activities as parents will be in the next point where yeah. we talk about commitments and volunteering yeah, for sure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, what activities are the kids involved in? What sports, clubs, groups, co ops are you spending your time with? Mm-hmm. Is there margin in your day? Is right. there that white space to, we're having an off day, we just need to stay at home and snuggle? Mm-hmm. Or is it too busy because of all the commitments that you have? Right. The things that you're doing, are they adding value for your kids mm-hmm. or are they adding stress? Yeah. I mean, yeah. there are, like, our kiddo didn't want to do soccer this season. He wanted to try football, right? So we switched it up to football 
And I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go. But we don't let him do more than one at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, because he can't handle, mm-hmm. you know. And usually the games are all at the same time. It's silly. So, you know, for us, it's fairly simple because we only have the one situation. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit harder for our big families. Mm-hmm. A lot harder. Yes, there's lots of juggling. There's lots of juggling. Sure. Well, and you have to make sure they're all okay with still doing the things that they're doing. Absolutely. Like if they're still enjoying it. It's kind of like curriculum. Absolutely. Because if they're not enjoying the activity. Right. If it's causing stress for them and stress for you, it's yeah. not worth it. Yeah. I had one kiddo that did soccer and we thought she loved it and she did great at practices and then every single game she stood on the field and didn't move a muscle <laughs> the entire game. The entire season. Now, we didn't, we stuck out the season. We Mm -hmm. kept trying. We finished that commitment that we had made because while it's okay to not do all the things, you also want to follow through on your commitments as well as much as possible. Um, So we we had her finish out the season, but we didn't sign her up again. We found something else that she she enjoyed, loved even more, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and learning her personality as she grew. She just is not a competitive person at all. She doesn't want the attention on her. She doesn't want the eyes on her. Mm -hmm. So going out there and playing with her friends during a practice was very different for her than playing during a game with all of the parents and spectators watching. And to win. And to, yeah. She wasn't interested in that. Not at all. Kind of like Dory. Just keep swimming. Just (laughs) keep swimming. (laughs) Yes. So, and that, that has been consistent for her. Yeah. This throughout. whole time, right? Mm-hmm. I have other kiddos that that's all they want to do is compete in right. all the things. So you you Your do have to. list guy is that way. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. yes. Absolutely. He's, he's he your most competitive, I think. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The older two are, I think, Him where they could, you know, go what, one way or the other. Like okay. if they're doing something really, really well and they, they know they can take other people on. Yeah. Then I could see them being a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, yeah. But your littlest guy. Oh, yeah. He is. Yes. He is a competition dude. He is. He, you know, <laughs> he's, he's number four of five. Yeah. So, you know, whatever well, he can do to get attention. <laughs> your littlest. I don't think she's competitive. I think that she just loves having all the eyes. Oh, yes. It's not about competition. It's just like, are you looking? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's all about her. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of classic baby. Right. She's the smallest and she's the second girl and, you know, like the bookends. Yep. So, yeah. Oh, she is like your stereotypical smallest child girl. 100%. Yep. (laughs) She's cute and she knows it. Let me tell you, she deserves it because she's adorable. (laughs) Well, we're partial. Although, her puppy dog eyes. Let me tell you. Yes. We've had to have a few conversations about yes. what you can and can't have with puppy dog eyes. <laughs> she, she's so stinking cute. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so a tip. We digress. Okay. We do digress because so, they're cute. Got to talk they about They are cute. It can be easier when you have less kids to juggle the things, right? Because you have But it still doesn't less... mean you should say yes to more. No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It absolutely doesn't. Leave time in your day to, in your days, in your week to have family dinner together. Don't, 
you know, book them all up with going to all the things. Right. Piece of advice I would give that have multiple kids is try and, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ha- join the kids together. So yeah. we have our youngest two both play soccer. So we're at the Mind soccer field. for practices yes, as combined. best as you can. Obviously, there's age restrictions. Um, so ours are kind of lumped together by ages. Mm-hmm. But our youngest two play soccer together, not on the same team, but they're at the practice and the game's at the same time, right. um, our middle two boys, our oldest two boys, however you want to, well, I have too many kids. Um, it's all right. <laughs> you know. You have the amount of kids God has planned for you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So the the older two boys both do archery together. Mm-hmm. So again, practice tournaments are all together, together. Two, two for one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we have an odd number of kids. So we have our horseback rider, too. <laughs> but we try to do things that multiple kids can enjoy at the same time and it just helps if i had to go to five different events that's my entire week right and that's terrible it's horrible (laughs) horrible if you have if you're one of our homeschool families out there doing activities during the day Mm -hmm. hours instead of taking up your nights and weekends is a huge blessing so much difference Um, we have that with our archery and our horseback riding they're Mm -hmm. both homeschool groups and so we have right. that um flexibility to go during during school our hours. school day mm-hmm. you know and the right. other kids, and then it doesn't eat up your dinner time it doesn't eat up our dinner time our family time when, when my husband's off work mm-hmm. you know you have extra special things with tournaments or whatever that'll happen occasionally but the right. the main practices are are consistently during school hours and yeah. you know well, and i think that's part of the the joy of being a homeschooler. And if you're not a homeschooler and you're listening to this episode, then, you know, be conscious of what your kids are in Mm -hmm. and whether or not they're enjoying it. Yep. Because that could be putting stress on them and on you, or they may not be expressing it to you because they know you paid money for them Mm -hmm. to go and they don't want to upset you. I think coming at it from a place of it's okay for you to change your mind. Mm -hmm. We're going to finish what we've started. And then we'll do something different or we won't do something next season or whatever. As a parent, I I implore you to be open to that conversation. Mm -hmm. Don't be that parent who they're not comfortable coming to because they want to change their mind. Yeah. I I think we as parents tend to want to give our kids all the things that we didn't have Mm -hmm. and all the things that we wanted to do and couldn't do. Mm -hmm. And so we can often overbook, overplan, overgift, over... Expect. expect over experience right with their kids when sometimes they just they just want to be with you mm-hmm. right make sure that the things you're putting them in are the things that that they're interested in and are their strengths not necessarily something that maybe you would have done when you were their age right i agree absolutely Okay, so moving on, now let's talk about our commitments mm-hmm. as moms. We have lots of mom guilt, mm-hmm. right? And so I think we were just this talking one, about this. We were. <laughs> and I think this this comes out in this section a lot. Um, what are we involved in? Where are we volunteering? Are we volunteering too much? Are we volunteering too little? That's mm-hmm. the thing too. Mm-hmm. You can be on both ends of that spectrum. Mm-hmm. Are what we doing, is it adding value, not just to us, but to our family too? Because right. if we are over busy, if we are overstressed, the family is going to pick up on, your husband's going to pick up on that, your kids are going to pick up on that. Well, and something I've learned as of late, kind of going over my age and just all the things going on with my body and my brain that women over 40 have a lot less 
tolerance. So if you're busy trying to, and I experienced this over the holidays, I'm trying to get something ready and my kid is wanting me to play with him and I can't. And then he's just like tugging and tugging and I blew up. You know, I blew up at him. Like I just screamed. I was like, you've got to leave me alone Mm -hmm. doing this. And I have to finish and we have to go to this thing and we have to be there by this time. And, and normally I try not to. And I unfortunately have a little bit more of a temper than I would prefer where I, you know, I just get loud. That's nothing more than just being aggravated really, Mm -hmm. but still more so than I would ever really want to be. And so As you get older, though, your patience weans a lot. We just don't have the hormone balance to keep ourselves regulated as much. And I didn't realize that. So it's a lot harder for me or it's a lot easier now that I know that because I thought it was just me being ridiculous all the time. Right. But I've done a little bit of research. I've had some appointments with doctors and things. And apparently it's a thing like women over 40 tend to struggle with I feel like our husbands need to hear this. Just putting my husband actually there. sent me the initial study. Oh, well, maybe he should send that out to us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I started asking questions, doing a little bit more research, and it's just it's the hormone imbalance. But mm-hmm. I can't balance that out, me personally. Right? Like it's not something I can do. I can't have hormones because of my medical history, and so you know, God bless him. Whenever I have to go through the things. Because I really don't know how terrible that's going to be for him. <laughs> we'll be praying. Right, we'll be praying. <laughs> we might have to get... He's always said, it was so funny, because when I found out I wasn't going to be able to take hormones when I was in my 20s, he's like, I'm going to get a bachelor pad when he when she goes through this. <laughs> and I was like, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> but anyways, so I think that that's the thing we need to also keep in mind. If we are women over 40, that our tolerance for a lot of things goes down. And so you have to just be aware that the busier you make yourself, mm-hmm. the less available you are to your kids, but also the more aggravated you seem to them. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm I'm sure we have all been there when your kid looks up at you and you're busy and they just want to play. Mm-hmm. And then they say something that just rubs you the wrong way and you snap. And you stand. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's not that you don't want. I mean, we mm-hmm. are all we all have our children. Right. And those of us that stay we all stay home because we want to spend time with them, right? right? Balancing that time can mm-hmm. be can be hard tricky. and tricky, mm-hmm. but it's so very important. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I've done in the past um is kind of set some School hours set some mm-hmm. some protected time mm-hmm. where it was, I'm not going to answer my phone during this hour and this hour. I'm not going to reply to messages or check my email or answer the door. Whatever it is that is distracting. And I'm going to say all Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, all of that. Yeah. You know, I'm going to set this time aside so that I can focus on them. And maybe it's different from day to day based on your schedule and and what activities are happening when. But And your tolerance level. And your tolerance, for sure. (laughs) But make sure to find find some time where you can put it away and just focus on what's at home. Yeah. I was actually having this epiphany a couple... Actually, it was like yesterday, I think, maybe this morning. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The days are mushing together, y'all. The holidays just it's happened. It's late. Right? It's fine. Well, yeah, and it's late. We're recording late. And so, but I was thinking, I was like, okay, I need to like make myself a schedule 
like for twenty twenty four. This has been on my heart too. Yes, I was like, I need to make a schedule because Corey and I kind of just do school when we do school, right? He and I don't have like a set time every single day to do the things because he has so many therapies, but most of them are pretty consistent now. We don't change them around a ton. And so I could just say this day we do it at this time, this day we do it at this time, you know, and just plan it around my husband's schedule because we try not to do school when dad's home Mm -hmm. only because he only gets three days. And my son, for some reason, acts differently when my husband is around. And so it's a lot harder to get him to focus Mm -hmm. because he wants to spend time with his dad. He does. He wants to spend time with dad. He wants dad plays football with Mm -hmm. him constantly. It's really hard to get him to do anything. So those three days, we just don't do school. You know, we do school for the other four days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's our weekend for him. And, but we have not been as consistent. And I Mm -hmm. think that's hard for him, but it's becoming really hard for me, Mm -hmm. you know, because my life is picking up Mm -hmm. as, you know, we're getting busier with the podcast and we're trying to get on your speaking engagements. And I'm thinking of going back to school and, you know, and then... I have a craft business that I've gotten fairly busy the last few months. And so I'm not juggling that well. Mm-hmm. I feel mentally. you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, I'm getting the things done, but I'm noticing I'm more aggravated or I'm more frustrated with him because he doesn't understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. And he's literally with me 24 seven. Well, And they don't understand our deadlines or our timetables right. i mean they may understand okay we have this this and this to do today right but they don't necessarily understand the okay well mom has to get this email out or mom has to get this right. you know whatever done right they don't understand that they just see that mom's on her phone or mom's on her computer or mom's right. doing her side it's business not whatever. always it's not always possible to do it when they go to bed it's not because I'm exhausted by 730 yeah. and my brain is done. Mm-hmm. You know, like Wednesday nights, we stay up and do this after the kids are in bed. So it's quiet. But like, that's I, I hear you. I I am the moment. OK, so I have a range of children. Right. Mm-hmm. So there is a range of bedtimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm exhausted by the time we get to the first bedtime. <laughs> by the time we get to the last one, I am done. And and I struggle with that a lot where I, during the day, I'm like, okay, I'm going to spend time with them. I'm going to, we're going to get the things done. And then I can do that later. And right. then later comes. And, and you're I, mentally done. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And then I feel bad and guilty that I, okay, yeah. if I sit down and do it, I'm, I'm going to screw it up. Right. right. So it's better for me to just go to bed and try again the next day. Um, Which is where I was with the podcast last night. Like I was editing a podcast last night and it needed to be out at midnight last night and it didn't get there because I was literally falling asleep doing it. But I cannot do it during the day. It's Yeah. If I'm here by myself with him. So I had to do it this morning before my husband left for work Mm -hmm. so that he could kind of keep him preoccupied so that I could edit it and do the things and then get it up. You know, but I was just like, Dude. So I'm I mean, Corey and I are gonna maybe have to sit down. Maybe if I have him help me with the schedule and we make it kind yeah. of a visual project or something where I'm like, okay, this is mom, I'll have a symbol for mommy's work time. You know, this is where you can have like an hour of ABC mouse or something. Mm-hmm. Free time, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. Something that is somewhat educational. We're not just melting your brain with YouTube, but you know, something where you can do something by yourself in the same room with me, but I can do this, mm-hmm. whether it's 
working on podcast stuff or working on crafts or whatever it is that I have to do. I just feel like I don't, I don't do block scheduling well and mm-hmm. I need to do that better. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I, I definitely have been thinking that through as the new year approaches and just mm-hmm. how can I really, it's how can I maximize my time right. so that I am being, you know, I, okay. Productive Backtrack. and present. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just said to my husband today, we've, it's, we just got done with Christmas. We've had a lot of white space mm-hmm. yet busy family stress all the things mm-hmm. right and so i told my husband today i'm like i feel like i'm failing at everything mm-hmm. and it's that i i don't have those can't get those check boxes done mm-hmm. because i can't i i just can't balance it all well and you're going from one thing to the other because yeah. it's important and then you go back to the other thing cuz that's important now but you feel like you're okay let me just tell women one thing real quick we cannot multitask. If you are telling yourself <laughs> that you can multitask, you are not doing it well. And women promise you. constantly have, I like to visualize it like the tabs on our computer. We have a gazillion tabs open on our computer all the Where time. Where is the music coming from? On my tab is what I need to know. <laughs> right? Okay. So when your computer has a gazillion tabs open, mm-hmm. it runs slower. Right. When my bright... When my brain has a million tabs open, it mm-hmm. runs slower. Mm-hmm. So at least Navidad is running around in there all day long right now, <laughs> right? Because Corey sings, um, he sings this song constantly, uh-huh. even when it's not Christmas, and it's not that. Police Navidad. It's Police Navidad, <laughs> and I'm like, it's not Police Navidad, <laughs> and he can't, he just that's can't cute. say it. But it's hilarious, and he says it all the time. So it's literally one of the tabs that's open in my brain. I also have this, um, the picture in my brain that yeah. I have, yeah. um, aside from the tabs, because I've used that analogy before. But it's like my brain is a circle inside, right? And I have a bunch of buckets going in a circle around my brain. Mm-hmm. And all of them are trying to dump in at the same time. And so nothing's actually getting there, but a couple of balls are trickling in at a time mm. from each bucket. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how much more effective would it be if all of them were turning and then I picked one bucket to pour? Mm-hmm. And then all of the balls came out of the bucket into my brain and we worked on that bucket. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's literally the picture that's in my head. Yep. That's <laughs> of great. what it looks like that's in my brain. That's a great visual. I love right? that. But I'm like, nothing's getting done because none of the buckets can empty all the way mm-hmm. because they're all trying to go at the same time. Mm-hmm. Is how my brain feels all the time. Yes. And it's crazy yes. because I am getting assistance from, you know, doctors and things of that nature. I'm doing the things that I can, but I literally have so much happening in my brain at once that I am struggling because I need to be more efficient with my scheduling. Mm-hmm. So I've years ago, I read that if you do certain things first thing in the morning, you are more productive in your day. Mm-hmm. So those things are get up and get dressed, mm-hmm. put your shoes on, mm-hmm. eat your breakfast. Yeah, I'm going to add in read your Bible. Like yeah. if we can do those things and start our day off, it's hard. Mm-hmm. As a homeschool mom, I legit would stay in my pajamas all day every day. Yeah, if we. If we aren't going anywhere, I don't get out of my jammies. I, I'm the same way. Granted, and I feel like you end up on the couch longer you do. when you do that. Yes. But when you get up and you getting even getting up at the same time, setting that alarm clock and saying, okay, even if the kids are still sleeping, 
I'm going to get up at this time. I have an eight o'clock alarm that we all hit stop and then fall back asleep until like 930. It's ridiculous. I, my kids don't sleep that late. So my alarm goes off at 530. Well, Corey doesn't sleep that late, but he is so good at coming out and having his little, you know, granola and watching Daniel Tiger. It's coming. My big kids do that as yeah. they get older. They, yeah. you know, but the little ones still and the puppy. <laughs> oh, the puppy. new puppy. So there's no sleeping in for me. But yes. at least I'm, I've had a night of sleep mm-hmm. most of the time. Well, and that's the thing too, is we need to get better about going to bed at the same time every night because that but, for women see, is a huge this deal. This all comes back to that schedule, mm-hmm. that block schedule. Do you know that there's a good time for women to fall asleep? Like where, when, like ideal time in your brain like throughout like your, a magic number like your circadian rhythm or whatever like it's ideal for women to go to sleep between 9 and 10 30 <gasps> all this time i thought i was just getting old <laughs> no like that's the ideal time for your brain to start shutting down girl we need to hurry up <laughs> dude seriously but I mean, there's, let me tell you, there's just days that that doesn't happen. Well, and then so not. when you yeah. move past that time frame, your brain is like, okay, round two. And oh. then it takes you that much longer uh-huh. to go to sleep. That makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know it sounds like, you know, most of us, we live on three to six hours of sleep from ages of birth until 18. I get that. But it's not good for you. Right. It's not good for your body. You can't keep your body healthy that way, mm-hmm. you know. And then, like Chris said, you got to get up and you got to get dressed. And, mm-hmm. you know, my sister is so good at this. Like, I, there are things about my little sister that I just wish that I had that inside of me. She's so good at this. When I went, when we went and visited in October, she got up before everybody and she's in her room and she's doing her little wall Pilates and she takes a shower and she gets dressed and I'm just like, and then she comes down and makes oatmeal and like, she's amazing. And I'm, I'm, I am not that mom. I am not that mom. I, but she's awesome no, at it. I need my coffee and I need like an hour to wake up. And, and then she takes her littlest cause the older two go to a private Christian school and she takes her littlest on like daily outings and I'm twitching a little. She's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> I love it. She's she's such a good and like scheduled mom. She has this thing inside of her that I don't have, so and I wish that I did. We all have our strengths, right? We do. We she, all have strength the for her. things that we are great at, and the things that we need to work on, mm-hmm. right? So, you know if, what I've noticed is an issue lately for me hmm. is I haven't been serving. Uh, like I normally had uh-huh. one because of Christmas and yeah. two because we switched churches. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we're getting our groove at the new church. We're trying it out to make sure it's where we want to stay before we get like mm-hmm. serving involved mm-hmm. and things. And so we just haven't been. And that is really throwing me off. So I'm glad you said that because I, I did mention this briefly um, when I ask if you're volunteering too much. Mm-hmm. I also ask if you're volunteering too little. Mm-hmm. And that kind of feels like it's the opposite of what we're trying to say here because we're talking about, you know, if you're too, because that's what most of us do. We get too busy, too busy, mm-hmm. too busy. Mm-hmm. But there really is the other extreme where you're not... um if you're not volunteering or serving others, 
that really can affect you and it can mm-hmm. affect you and your family negative. One, you're not in and community. You, I, I've known you for years and you yeah. have volunteered for years in yeah. many different capacities. So I'm not saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know. I mean, we're in a season where we're just not at the yeah, moment. And, and there are. That's important yeah. to note. There mm-hmm. are seasons for sure. But yep. if you are if you have been in that season for a long time where you aren't finding a place to serve, I really would encourage you to make that a priority. And if that means something else has to go to keep the white space, to keep that, then do it. Mm -hmm. Because one, it shows it's just such a good role model for your kids, Mm -hmm. for them to see the the heart of a servant Mm -hmm. leader is incredible. Mm -hmm. And two, if you're not serving somewhere, somebody else is. Mm -hmm. And are they serving too much to -hmm. pick up the slack? Right. Right. Even if it's, you know, not a consistent every week, every day, every, well, you know, find somewhere that you can serve, whether it's your church, your homeschool group, you know, a local nonprofit. Well, it's like for December, all of December, we didn't have like field trips or very Mm -hmm. many. We had the one event that Mm -hmm. I was in charge of or Mm -hmm. whatever. So that was the only serving I did. And normally Christmas for us, I mean, we serve at church Mm -hmm. for Christmas service and holding babies and stuff. And so it was just a very different feel this year. Um, And we know that this is an important season for us to, you know, do the transition well and make sure we're in the right place before you know, before sure. we start getting involved again and then realize it's not the right place right. kind of thing. And so we're just taking the time that we feel is necessary, but it feels weird mm-hmm. to me because I, it's funny because when I stopped working, because I worked full time until about 2018, I stopped in March of 2018. And I remember like, oh, I still did all of these things even when I was working. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I did it all within that space. So why am I struggling so much when I have a full day? I think it is easy. Maybe it's just the nature of women. I don't know. But it is easy to get in a rut. Like, Mm -hmm. it is easy to, okay, we've now just had several weeks off of school. Mm -hmm. And it's going to take us some time to get back into that rhythm of, okay, being consistent Mm -hmm. and and doing school the way we want it to go consistently. Right. It's the same with volunteering. If you're not doing you're not doing it consistently it's harder the longer you go without mm-hmm. that volunteering time oh, yeah. the harder it is to get back into yeah. and you know Landon and I have been at this new church for it'll be two months soon and he's already like okay well maybe we should start serving like or or go to a small group first and then start serving or whatever um And it's only been two months, you know, and so that's difficult. But I think he feels the itch of like, we're not, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not doing the things that we should be doing. And I think that's really hard for him, Mm -hmm. you know, because he really wants to make sure he's serving the way he should or, you know, feeding his soul with community the way that he should. And community is so important. Absolutely. It's important to me. And I don't think he realizes (gasps) how important it is to him either until recently it's just very different it's a very different feel and so i think that's the thing about it though is it kept me on a schedule of sort you know because i knew i was going to be gone during this time kind of like with work i knew i was going to be gone during gone during this time i knew i was going to be gone volunteering during this time so i had to do the other things it was right. so much better about scheduling because now it's just like a free-for-all 24 mm-hmm. 7 mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and those those times of you know 
free for all. Those are nice. Those are important. Those are necessary. But on a consistent basis. Yeah. I mean, it's a free for all for everything. I literally have no schedule for anything. And that's really, I think that's what's throwing me off. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not on a schedule for school. I'm not on a schedule for my business. I'm not on a schedule. Aside from us meeting on Wednesdays to record, that's the only schedule I have. (laughs) So what I'm hearing is a goal for 2024. Yes. (laughs) Yes. My goal for this year is to figure out a schedule that works that I can try and keep consistent, but that is flexible, flexible for field trips and things that come up or, you know, my favorite thing about being home is being available. Like that's my favorite thing. And so to be able to flex things in a way that I can still do that, but not feel like I'm getting out of control with my schedule anymore. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, we've talked about a lot of things to think about and a lot of things to evaluate as this new year starts with your schedule. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I want you to think about this as we're kind of wrapping up. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we say yes to all the things when we need to say no more often. Use this time of the year to create the white space and calm that we need to keep on going. I like it. Yeah. Say yes to the important things and say no when when, it, when it's negotiable necess- yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yep i like it right. all right guys well i really liked that episode and i i think i liked it better this time <laughs> agreed <laughs> a little side note we had to re-record it again i don't know what is happening you guys please pray over my technology <laughs> please pray over it because i just don't know what's happening it's like the third one and we've had to re-record it is what it is but you know they're always better the second time around but i don't want to have to do that every time sometimes god is just saying you didn't say what i needed you to say <laughs> i think that's what it is <laughs> because the recording said it was there and it was a flat line guys there was no wave it was insane okay anyways I thought this was a really cool episode. I hope that you guys find value in it as you start your 2024. We wish you the biggest and best blessings for this year. And if you loved this episode, please share it with somebody. Please just send them the link or send them our link tree or something so that they can get connected to the information and feel encouraged and know that they're not alone. Yeah. And if you are listening to these episodes and you love them and maybe you want to share some other ones, please just share it around. The fur- The further this thing goes, the more people that get in touch with God, which is our overall goal, and that can feel encouraged and loved on by the community. Yeah, absolutely. That is our goal for sure. So make sure to do that. Write reviews, like our page, subscribe, do all the things to help keep going because... This is the first episode of 2024, guys. Ah! Ah! <laughs> Crazy. All right, Miss Christina is going to close us in prayer. That's good. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for a new year. Thank you for just loving us unconditionally. I just pray for a hedge of protection for us this 2024. Keep us healthy and safe and just help us to share you in all that we do. And give us the white space that we need in our days and in our weeks to be present and focused on these amazing children that you have blessed us with. And just thank you for all that you give us. Pray this in your holy name. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, Bestie. Bestie.